With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Bad news for the Oklahoma City Thunder. According to reports, Chet Holmgren is going to miss the entire upcoming season after suffering a Liz Frank injury to his foot. That injury occurred last week during a Seattle Pro-Am game when Holmgren was guarding LeBron. Hate to see this type of stuff. Shannon, what's your reaction? Very unfortunate. It's a very fluky injury. I hope guys still have, have Pro-Ams. I still hope guys show up because, Skip, you know, a lot of times when things like this happen, they uh, the guys you know go a year or two without having pro ams. The guys are afraid yep. to, to show up because of this. I, and I believe this was a, a fluke injury. Of all the pro ams, I've never really heard of anybody getting injured, uh, let alone to this degree. Um, but this is a big blow. Um, but it's not. It's not. There's a blessing and a curse could be because Skip. Anytime we hear about a big man in foot injuries, I, I automatically think I think Sam Bowie, I think Bill Walton, yep. guys who had their careers cut short. Of could have been really, really great because of, of, of foot injuries. But when a guy misses a season, the, his first season, that doesn't mean that his career is lost. Ben Simmons missed his first season, Skip, and guess what? He came back and won Rookie of the Year. Blake Griffin missed his first season. He did. Came back, won Rookie of the Year. He sure did. Yeah, uh, Joel Embiid missed a couple of seasons, he if did. I'm not mistaken. Yep. And we see the kind of force that Joel Embiid has become. So all is not lost. But I just hate it for this young man. I wanted to see... Uh, what is for what his rookie season was going to look like and unfortunately it got cut it didn't even it, it got cut short before it could even happen um, because of this unfortunate incident in, in a pro-am game but uh, hopefully he gets an opportunity to skip he can put some weight on now he got a whole year to try to put on extra 10 15 he pounds does. to come back next year ready ready and ready to go i believe he'll be better for it but i am so sad that this happened to this young man i concur Back quickly to the play in question. It's early in this exhibition game. Obviously, defense is supposed to be optional, but the kid is just a raw kid, and he doesn't really understand that. And he finds himself one-on-one backpedaling against LeBron James. And obviously, he doesn't want to give in. He wants to show that, that he'll stand up to LeBron. And he actually played him very well. He cut him off at the pass. He stayed in front of LeBron. Again, most people, the, the veteran players in that circumstance, you just let LeBron dunk it because that's what everybody oh, yeah, came to see. Way. Yeah. You just get out of the way. You just yeah, let him you have just it. You just step to the side. Yep. Nobody would think any worse of you if you just got out of the way. Nope. But he's just, nope. just a kid, and it's his first time around in a game like this. And yet... He jab steps with his right foot, 
and he has an awkward plant with it. And when I first saw it and everybody's saying he turned his ankle, I kept looking at the replays of it. And I said, well, his ankle didn't turn. I, I don't know what they're talking about. He turned right. his ankle, which made me fear it was something else. Well, it was the worst case scenario. He tore a ligament in his right foot. Right. And back to your point, the worst case scenario, the worst comparison you can make is the great Bill Walton. And I've told you before on this show, I know a lot of our younger mm -hmm. viewers have no idea what a force Bill Walton was coming out of UCLA. Wasn't quite seven feet tall, but he was long and he was a dancing bear, a, a great yeah. passing big man who could score it and played with great energy, great enthusiasm. It's like he was playing yeah. Frisbee basketball. And yet yeah. he dominated. He was he won a league MVP and he won a finals MVP for the Portland Trailblazers. And Shannon, yeah. if, if his feet hadn't failed him, if his feet hadn't just fallen yeah. apart, he had one foot injury after another. How great could he have been? Because in his first two years, oh, yeah. he, he dominated the league. I don't know. Yeah, could, first two Yeah. Could, could he have been? You're right, Skip. His first two years, he, yeah, top. He could have. He could have been because you look at the start that he got off to: oh. Finals MVP and regular season MVP. Yeah. So he did that within his first two to three years. So could he have been a top ten all time? I think so. I'm pretty sure. I, I saw possibilities yeah. of that, but his feet yeah. failed him, and he winds up with Larry Bird in Boston, and he he won Sixth Man of the Year on bad feet. Right. Both of them were bad. Yes. He had one issue after another. And as we know, the tall guys can have feet issues. And, and sometimes yeah. it's, it's like their feet can be a little too quick because they're, you know, Chet Holmgren has good feet. And they're almost like too quick for his frame because his frame hasn't caught up with the movements of his body. So to your point, mm -hmm. Shannon, I'm trying to reconcile this is maybe this kid did need a redshirt year. Maybe he does yes. need to watch for a year and spend most of his time in the weight room because you definitely can try to beef up your upper body with strength and resistance training while you're rehabbing your torn ligament because it doesn't stop you from lifting weights with your upper body. You'll be just fine doing that. Right. I, I hope he sees his way yeah. clear because to your point, obviously, if his metabolism will allow it, he, he needs to put on 20 pounds. If he could, yes. he, he might make something of himself because he's seven feet, six inches long. He has very good, close to great shot blocking instincts. He's a quick jumper who yeah. can anticipate. Yes. So he's a shot blocker, a shot changer. That's where I think his ultimate value will be. And he's got some nice skills. He can stroke threes. He's a good free throw shooter. And I saw one instance in the, the summer league game, he shot a running left-handed sort of jump hook, and he made it look good. Right. Well, if you can work on that, you, you probably can't do that this year with your foot rehab. But the, right. the point is, I still think he's got potential to be pretty to very good, and I just hope this isn't an ominous bad sign a la Bill Walton. Yeah. Skip, you know, like when you hear big man and you hear lower extremities, you mentioned Bill Walton. You mentioned Sam Bowie. You think about more recently Greg Oden. Yeah. Such promising careers. And with the lower extremities, it's like, I mean, what, what can you do? I mean, you're a basketball player. It's kind of hard if you got bulky knees, you got bulky feet, ankles, joint feet. It's, it, you can't play this game. And so it, it, it robbed those guys of potentially great careers. Now, Bill Walton 
is a is an uh, I think an all in uh, uh, all seventy fifth anniversary sure. team oh, skip. Yeah. He Definitely. was the 50th anniversary team, yep. but he could have been so much better. Sam Bowie, Sam oh. Sam Bowie got drafted in front of Michael Jordan. He did. That's so that tells you what they, especially back then, Skip. It was a big man era. Yeah. No guards, no six six guard was going before a seven foot center. No. That was never going to happen. No. no hey, Shannon. And, no, but, nobody but, laughed at <laughs> Sam Bowie getting picked before Jordan. Nobody. Nobody no, scoffed no, at. No. Go no. Ahead. No. And, and Elijah was also in that draft, and we know how he turned out. Yep. But Skip, I just, I just, I, I feel bad for the kid. But, but I think, I think this could be a blessing in disguise that it gives him an opportunity to redshirt. It gives him an opportunity to get into the weight room, maybe put on 10, 15 pounds of muscle, beef up, come back better, get an opportunity to sit, watch the NBA game, yep. see how it looks. Like, okay, this is where I can be. This is where I can find my role. This is what I can do. So I, I, I hope good things come of this. This is a very bad situation, but hopefully something good in the end comes of it. Amen. Guys, Sam Presti put out a statement just a few minutes ago pledging the Thunder's support to stick with Chet through this process and work with him. So to both of your points, hopefully he will indeed be able to put good weight on and come back stronger and better than ever. No mercy. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits It brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. 
I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. According to reports, the Lakers have acquired Patrick Beverly from the Jazz. However, let's not forget Russell Westbrook is also a Laker. Both he and Pat Bev have long feuded with one another. It all started back in 2013 during the playoffs. Pat Bev collided into Russ, causing him to miss the rest of the postseason. Since then, these two have had their fair share of, I guess we'll just call it altercations. Shannon, if the Lakers are forced to keep Russ, they can't move on. Can he and Pat Bev coexist? Yes, when your teammates, you put your differences aside. Uh, Skip, I played with guys that uh, Neil Smith was Kansas City Chief for a long time, Dale Carter, but when they came with us, yeah, we fought when they were on the other side, but when, once they got to the Denver Broncos, we're for the same goal, we're, the same comment. We're trying to win and get to and win the Super Bowl. So there's no longer no fighting. There's no beef. Uh, although I had great relationships with both guys, uh, had played with those guys at the Pro Bowl. I knew Dale Carter because he's from Georgia. Uh, so for me, yeah, you put dip, whatever differences they may have been when he was on one team and you're on another team, once we come together and we wear the same color uniform, the goal is identical. There's no more beef. There's no more bad blood between the two of us. So for me, no, I don't think it's going to be a problem at all, Skip, because I believe both guys want the same thing, and that's to win a championship. And we can't win a championship if y'all still doing that little petty stuff. That works if he's on another team and I'm still here. Y'all want to go back and forth because you're trying to beat them. They're trying to beat you. I get it. But once you join up, once you wear the same color uniform, the goal should be the same thing, and that's to win a title. Shannon Sharp, I don't like the analogy you made to yourself because you, <laughs> you, Shannon Sharp, were a team leader. You were all about all for one and one for all. You were about team yeah. unity. You were about sacrificing for the good of the whole. So I get you, but when we talk about your arch rivals that you ended up playing with, they didn't hurt you. They didn't cost you in the back half of your career by injuring you no, in, a way, no. in your, your knee in a way that it was going to hamper you and restrict you from finishing out your career the way you should have. That did not happen, right? Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. this no, is, it didn't. Th this is very different to me. This is Russell Westbrook, who feels like he got cheap-shotted back in, what was it, April 24th of 2013, that fateful oh. night, game two, that first-round playoff series between Houston and Oklahoma City, if we could see it one more time. Russ was trying to call timeout. He had tucked the basketball under his arm, and Pat Bev broke the sort of unwritten rule. He tried to swipe it from him, and he hit his knee, and 
It caused a meniscus tear. It was a little bit of a freak injury, but the point was Russ never forgave him, and I cannot condemn Russ for never forgiving him. The blood is very bad, and then it escalated into incident after incident after incident. There were yeah, four they more. Yeah, they kept it going, and it kept getting worse and worse. It got <laughs> physical. It got cheap shoddy. It got extremely trash talky to the point of rocking the baby on each other. The point being that we're now back to who is and what is Russell Westbrook. He's not team first. He's not all for one and one for all. He is the ultimate solo act. He, he does what he wants to do, and he's all about stat machine stats. He, he wants to triple, double every single night, whether it impacts the scoreboard in a positive way or not. So that's not the kind of guy who will say, I forgive and forget, and I swallow our feud for the better of the whole. I don't think Russ will do it. I do think Pat, I, I've been around him. I, I know what he's made of. He is a pro's pro. He had to scratch and claw his way up, playing over in Russia and, and Greece and played uh, out in, uh, I, I forget, I think it was China that he played in. So he's played all over the world. Israel or somewhere. Yeah, he, yeah, he's been over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, 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 yeah. He, he had to scratch his claw, scratch and claw all the way up through the G League to even get a shot to play in the NBA. And did he ever take advantage of it? He, he has done more with less than, than maybe anybody ever. With a higher degree of difficulty to make it, he has made it at a fairly high level. He is a, a supreme contributor, a very good three-point shooter. He's always been, he, he's been a 40-percenter at some points, but he's a, for his career, he's 39%. And he makes big little plays for your team, but it's always for the team. He is constantly irritating the opposition for the good of his own team. And yet, I think he will be able to put it all to rest because he was just doing yeah. it to try to win. It, it wasn't that personal for him, but again, he didn't get hurt. He hurt Russ. So I, here, here right. we got... Russ thinking he's Mr. L.A. Laker. He finally came home to realize his childhood dream of being the starting point guard for the Lakers, and he still delusionally thinks he's Russell bleeping Westbrook. So if Pat Bev starts snaking some of Russ's minutes, if, if Russ's minutes get reduced to 20-ish while Pat's playing 20-odd minutes, I, th that's even going to make it more extreme and intense and the bl bad blood will heat up to dangerous levels. Darvin Ham is going to have his hands full with these two, well, starting with Russ. Didn't last year, didn't um, Rondo start off on the team, and then he and, he and uh, uh, Russ had some issues. They and did. I think they got for all intents and purposes until until uh, Rondo was traded away to Cleveland. Yeah. I think I, I, didn't, I, I didn't discern anything that uh, had had happened in training camp or anything. It's just going to be healthy competition. and and But at the end of the day, Skip, we're trying to win. And what the guy, iron sharpens iron, and you try to make me better, I'm going to try to make you better. But at the end of the day, we got the same common goal. At least I hope that's what the case is. I still think this is so do not invite them. It's so dangerous. It's so volatile that when I heard they acquired Pat Bev last night, it did lead me to a potential conclusion of 
maybe they do have some deal cooking for Russ to get out from under mm-hmm. him because I, I don't <laughs> think they can coexist. I, I think this will blow up in their face at some point. But you mentioned it earlier, when you tw- trade a 21-year-old for a 34-year-old, yep. doesn't this strike you as a win-now type of a move? Sure. And they probably possibly got something else cooking? Okay. You better hope so. We'll agree then. Yep. <laughs> I think it would make for must-see true reality TV. No mercy. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hoop Central's Twitter account got the ball rolling on the NBA's most disrespected player ever conversation this week. Among those listed, James Harden. Despite being a former MVP, Harden's playoff shortcomings have overshadowed those regular season efforts from him. Shannon, who's your most disrespected player ever? Man, it's not even close. It's LeBron James. What? Um, even if you take Le- even if you take LeBron. And says everything that he's that what you thought he would accomplish coming out of high school, he's exceeded everything you could have possibly thought he could be. But he's still not Jordan. You see, the man has won four MVPs, four Finals MVPs, going to ten Finals. He's about to become the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. When he's done, he's going to probably be top two, top three all-time in a, a top three or four all-time in assists. But he's not Jordan. He wasn't graceful like Kobe. He's a poor free throw shooter. He can't shoot the three. True. He can't walk the east. So you make my point. Every time you say true, you make my point. Because he did all those other things also, which is true, true, true. I got him slightly. I got him number one. I got Kareem number two. Because you can actually make a case Kareem is the greatest high school basketball player. There's no doubt he's the greatest college basketball player. And you can make a case he's the greatest NBA player. He has six MVPs. He has six championships, third most rebounds, most points, 10 NBA finals. But for whatever reason, he was really surly. He was, a, he was really going back and, and reading and looking at some. He was a, a, a guy that was really easy to dislike. Maybe him changing his faith had something to do with that. I'm not sure. I would have to do a lot more research uh, uh, to figure that out. Um, but when Kareem was winning finals, when Kareem was winning MVP, Skip, the players voted back then. 
It wasn't until 19, I think 80, 81, in which the media members selected the MVP of the NBA. Mm. So for me, I got LeBron one and I got uh, uh, Kareem number two. But there's no question about it. Th- that's what that's what the analytics say. When you go back in tr- social media and you go back and look, the most disliked guy, the most talked about guy is LeBron James. And it's factual. So we got data. Is, to back is that it up. all because of me? I, I thought I was on an island that I was the only LeBron hater or truth no. teller out there. There must be a whole lot of us no. out there, right? But they are. There are a whole lot that liking, but there's also a great a great number that dislike him. A whole lot because who no see what through he does, it, right? Who thinks he's the most I overprotected superstar in the history of sports? I, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I don't think that. I Shannon, think that would be the other guy. How, how can it be disrespect when it's just facts? I, I don't embellish. I don't exaggerate. I just spit facts about LeBron James. He has so many self-inflicted wounds, so many epic fails, that it's not disrespect. It's just truth, truth, truth. I mean, we, we start with that Boston series back in 2010 when they're up two games to one and they lose four, five, and six. Dan Gilbert accused LeBron James of quitting on him. A member of LeBron's inner circle told ESPN he had to be sedated before games four, five, and six, the all-time excuse I've ever heard because of an issue in the locker room with the teammate. Baloney. And then we go to the 2011 finals. I, I didn't make it up. I didn't exaggerate what happened in games four, five, and six after they're up two games to one. He averaged 15 points a game in those last three with five turnovers a game and shot two of 12 from three. It was the all-time epic superstar meltdown. 2013, game six, he just unravels down the stretch, three turnovers in the last three minutes, but two in the last 30 seconds of that game and missed the tying three. Ray Allen saved his legacy. I didn't make it up. What what about the 16 points? Hold on, Skip. See, but see, hold on, just one second. But you keep saying that he had a 2-1 lead on Boston. Michael Jordan had a 2-0 lead on Detroit, and they lost. Kobe was up 3-1. On, on on the Phoenix Suns, 3-1. Okay, but nobody said Where that they the had to be sedated because of a locker room issue. Nobody, no, see, their see, owners no, see, didn't skip, accuse skip. them of no, quitting. No, 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 don't do that. See you, see, okay. no, no, you see what you did, Skip? No, hold on. But Kobe wouldn't shoot. You remember the last game seven when Kobe Bryant wouldn't shoot the ball? So what was that? Okay, he pouted. I agree. Okay, I'm, I'm not. We're no, just no, talking no, no, about no. LeBron James. You say he's the most disrespected player ever. But you make making my point. Okay, he is a career 34.6% three-point shooter. That is horrendously bad for a GOAT. It's what impossible. Jordan was LeBron? Okay, time out, time out. Since LeBron entered this league, for, for those players since LeBron entered this league who've attempted 3,000 or more three-point shots, LeBron ranks 63rd out of 70. That's horrendously bad. That, that is disqualifyingly bad. Look at his free throw shooting. It's 73.4% since he entered the league. Those who have taken 4,000 or more free throws, he ranks 29th of 33. You're disqualified for any GOAT discussion. He's not Jordan because Skip. he can't shoot. Skip. He can't shoot. Skip, this is not, Skip, this was not a, this was not a GOAT debate. Well, this you started that, it. the most hated who, no, Skip, this was not a debate about the GOAT. That was not the question. Who's the most disliked player in NBA history? That's what this was about. Yeah. 
disrespected. And I said LeBron because no matter what he does, he automatically gets compared. So this was not about oh, who's the better. I'm saying no matter what LeBron does, they say, well, LeBron has a 45-point triple-double. Jordan would have had a 65-point triple-double. Kobe would have scored okay. 80. And I'm saying that these other guys had flaws and had blemishes on their records that okay. somehow we forgot. Then it's your fault because you're the one who keeps calling him the GOAT. If you would just admit that Michael Jordan's the GOAT, we wouldn't have this discussion anymore. No. It would be just fine. No, There'd be no. no more disrespect. You're the one who can, keeps comparing him, putting him in the pantheon with Jordan, and he's not. I know, I put it's him your over. fault. I'm not put, I, I put, no, I put him over. <laughs> I didn't put him in. I put him well, over. Okay, that's what I'm saying. This he's is all your shelf. fault. The disrespect is no, detonated by LaShannon if Le- Sharp. If, if LeBron's fault, well, actually, it's the man above fault because he blessed him with all this talent, and then all LeBron did was cultivate it. So there are two people at fault, and Shannon Sharp doesn't have to be happen to be one of them. So I, I don't really know what you want me to tell you, but I just need you to hold some of that vitriol for some of these other guys that's okay. had blemishes and has faltered along the way. And would you give LeBron? Give that some of them. Okay. Well, the most. How many three one? Let me ask you a question. How many three one leads have LeBron blown? How many two zero leads have LeBron blown? Okay, but I just gave you all the epic fails. I, I, I get you. But the, the most intensely disrespected player I've ever seen has just been uh, in, within the last year. It's Russell Westbrook. It just is. I've never seen anything like the ridicule he has endured over the last year. Skip, Skip, that's one year. We're talking about basically we're talking about 19 years for LeBron where people always talk about. See, that's the thing you talk. What you do is talk about he can't shoot free throws. He can't shoot threes. You don't talk about all the other things that he does exemplary. He can shoot threes better than Jordan and Kobe. That's what the numbers say. Well, if you just said he was the eighth best player of all time, the way I do, then then we'd be just fine. He wouldn't get any disrespect. I'm I'm saying that he shoots threes better than Michael and Kobe. They That's what the numbers Michael say. Michael didn't even try to shoot threes. It, it wasn't even a so thing therefore he should. So therefore, he didn't shoot that many. His percentage should be higher. Oh. Right? Yeah. Well, last, but, year, last year, LeBron James attempted the 15th most threes in all of basketball and ranked 93rd in percentage. Do the math. All I'm saying all is right, he's guys, better three points than Kobe and Michael. All right, guys. We got to leave this one here. No mercy.